0: Welcome to the Lime Podcast, very excited to be back with you. I'm really excited for today's episode because we're going to be doing something uh, that we really enjoy and it's an episode that is becoming more and more popular uh, from you, our listeners. So if you have not yet subscribed, please make sure you subscribe or share this podcast with anyone else who needs to listen. This is the Aligned Podcast. I am Tom Waller and I'm joined as always by my amazing co-host, Lee Lawton. Lee, how are you doing today?
1: Good morning. I am very, very well. Thank you.
0: Just before you turn the cameras on, you were giggling to yourself at how excited you are to edit this show today. And then you went, I'm such a geek. But I yeah. think it's that's what makes people successful is they lean into their geekiness and their passion. Yeah, yeah.
1: I am a geek. I am I'm I'm I, I love the technical side of things. I love the editing, I love the the diving deep and then changing little things and having more room to play with the edits. So yeah. Do
0: but, you know what I think? A geek is just someone who is very passionate about what they're good at. Yes. And I think maybe we've been played to not like the geek or to belittle the geek because it's someone who actually makes a difference and someone who actually drives to become better yeah. like you look at the coolest people out there like Homozi, like amazing entrepreneur Total he geek. is a huge geek yeah yeah, yeah. you know yeah, like you like can. look at phil heath one of the best bodybuilders of all time mm-hmm. massive geek when it comes to training mm. you know so
1: you have to obsess don't you you, you have do to be obsessed to be like what's be obsessed or be average grand cardone exactly i don't so um in the true
0: spirit of geekiness, mm. the show today is Lee and Tom Discuss, yep. uh, and we're going to be discussing questions that you have put in. Now, as a reminder, you can put those questions in the comments on the YouTube, uh, or you can message them through to our Instagrams, Lee, yours is?
1: At Abandon Average.
0: And mine is at Dr. Tom wall I don't know why I've still got Dr. there, because... It's so, so funny. I was listening to something earlier about it was on Andy's podcast and he was smashing doctors, like literally bashing them. Like, these people, they've got their degrees, they think they know everything about everything so educated. It's so true. Yeah. That sort of educated upper middle class. Yeah.
1: But I think chiropractors wanted to be recognized. So they 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 adopted the doctor thing. But then since then I think it's a lot of people Trust doctors less than they ever have. I know.
0: I, I used to use when I first graduated. And I could use it. I, I used to love it, and it's an, e- it's an ego trip, yeah. A massive ego trip. I don't use it anymore. If someone calls me doctor, I say please call me Tom. I'm not that intelligent, mm. um, and I'm not that intelligent because I'm learning to be better. But what I do like about doctor is the Latin translation, which means teacher. Yes. Uh, someone who is just humble enough to teach yeah. their experiences, mm. which we're doing here. But and that's not
1: what we. That's not what it's associated with in, in our society. No, it's not. And the sad thing is that people have in the past heard doctor and it's had more clout, I suppose, than a chiropractor. But if people really knew what was going on, they'd be so much prouder just to be a chiropractor than a doctor. I know. I know. But yeah, so (laughs) I was going to go for one. We're going to
0: stop right there because we've got some really good topics to discuss. Uh, Some really great. So uh, two of our listeners, Matt uh, and Dane, have have sent some questions in for us, uh, which we appreciate. Um, So I think we're going to tackle Matt's one first. So what, what uh, what did
1: Matt ask us for the show? Yeah, so he's asked, how can we all go about structuring our time off? So when we've got weekends, bank holidays, but still progress and develop.
0: Interesting. Yeah. So what, what's really cool is we're recording this on a bank holiday. Yeah. May is a write-off for many small businesses because of all these bank holidays. Yeah. Um, and I, I've given my two cents about that before. But what I would say is the way I work, and I think you're similar to me, is there's no days off. Mm. There's just managing the number of tasks needed to do so I've said it before, uh, and it was coined, I think Andy Fasali said it, he said, success is simple, it's just not easy. Yeah. Which means doing something every single day mm-hmm. to move you forward. Mm-hmm. And as I've said before, for your family, your health, and your business. Mm. And if you can do one of those things every day, no matter if it's a day off or not, and it might be that on those days off, which society would call a bank holiday, a weekend, or a holiday, even if you were just learning to progress yourself. Mm. So you're just reading. I've got my reading done. I've progressed myself. I've progressed. I've read something that's going to help my business move forward. And that's what you did. You have that sense of accomplishment uh, that will keep you moving forwards, would be my thoughts initially.
1: Yeah. I was just thinking about it then. So for me, the weekends are a reset time. It's the time when I get to go and do the things that I need to do to set me up for the week ahead. So I like clean my coffee machine out and do things at home like hoover do all the cleaning the washing and things like that everything that has to be done to reset for the week ahead um but as you were talking then it got me thinking about progression and growth and i think if you're if you're truly on this journey of progression and growth and you're trying to constantly develop yourself in all areas then days off or work days it makes no difference you're you it's automatic to just be doing the things that progress you forward. I don't want that to sound like arrogant or anything, but it is the truth. So I'm going to say it the way I see it. When I get up in the morning, the first thing I do is read, which is personal development. If I'm having a shit on the toilet, I am watching personal development stuff. <laughs> I am looking at... I'm not, it's like, so true, no, I know. If I'm driving my car, I'm listening to audiobooks. When I get in bed at night, I listen to an audiobook before I go to sleep. I train every day on like work day or not work day and and i think a lot of people make a mistake when they separate their job from their life and people might disagree with this and think oh you need to have your time off but living for the weekend to go out and get pissed is not living and separating your life from your job will only separate those weekends and those weekdays you're absolutely right so take it it,
0: yeah take it like this if i've said you need to do one thing each day for your relationships mm. your business your health can you name one thing outside of those three things you do in a day that doesn't pertain to one of those three things
1: no no
0: i, ca- I can't think of it no i can't think of it no now, i might you might say okay maybe me going and test driving a lamborghini might be outside those three things but
1: actually that's a
0: visualization which attracts me to moving myself <laughs> forward mental
1: health exactly so
0: i can't actually think of anything outside of those three things Mm. even if people are going to the pub with their friends if they're going for a social drink Mm. and not getting pissed up it's relationships yes so it's all encompassing moving forwards Mm. i think the main thing here is it's momentum Mm. overcoming inertia is difficult you take a truck that's fully loaded You start the engine, and to get that truck moving, you have to overcome inertia to get those wheels turning. It takes a huge amount of effort to get it going. Like a jet burns most of its fuel on takeoff. Mm -hmm. So if you are overcoming inertia every Monday morning, Mm. you're fucked. Yeah. But if you are in momentum, if you're in flight, if the truck is moving, and even if you slow down a little bit... Over the weekend, but you're still gradually moving forward. You still did something today for your business, which might be reading some personal development. It might not be doing hours of work. No. You did some exercise. You Mm. spent time with your family. This truck is still moving. It's, like I said to you off camera, like, the villages, the local villages, last night, the local village, the night before, our village got fucked up. Like, they, they all got pissed at these fairs to celebrate the coronation. And it's a huge distraction from their life. Mm. And they are all going to be struggling today. They'll feel like Like so. really struggling today. Yeah. They have lost the momentum. They have to regain the inertia. Yeah. So I think when we think about bank holidays and holidays, I think you said it perfectly. It's a little bit of a reset. Slow down on the gears. Go down to 30 miles an hour and just cruise through your weekend. Mm. Regain some energy. And then you've still, you're still rolling into the week that can really progress you forwards. I think would be my answer.
1: I find that, like, I don't have time to stop and just stop on a weekend or go out and get pissed because it would waste my next day. And but your priorities have changed. I work a lot in the week. And then the weekend is sort of my time to get... The, the, so this is how I structure things. My work week is generally Monday to Friday. I edit podcasts on Saturdays. But I... Generally, take the weekend as much as I can to do the life admin stuff mm. that I need to do. So I do slightly different.
0: So I do a little bit of work every day, mm-hmm. but I finish um, like today bank holiday. Mm-hmm. so and I have agreed to cut off time at three o'clock this afternoon. Okay, and then we have the whole of the afternoon and evening. Wednesdays very similar. We'll finish around about three o'clock and have the whole afternoon and evening. Mm-hmm. Friday's very similar again. Or we'll flip it and we'll say, let's go for breakfast on Wednesday morning. Let's go for breakfast on Friday morning. Mm. So we're having a little bit of... But again, that's relationship time mm-hmm. during the week. Yeah. Um, but every day there's something done to keep momentum. Mm. Um, so I think that my main answer to this question is, don't think of it as time off. Think of what Lee said. Think of it as a reset. Mm. Think of, you know, you're, you're driving that truck... You're just slowing down a little bit through the weekend, but you're still moving forwards so that you're not having to overcome that inertia from a standstill yeah. uh, on a Monday's Stay Productive.
1: Yeah, I like that metaphor. That's a really good one. Cool. Plus, I want a big truck.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> you I was thinking about my next car. I really want... There's a Dodge that got sold recently in Lincoln. Like... Uh, you wouldn't be able to park it anywhere. Li- you wouldn't. Literally, but, wouldn't. <laughs> you need to get one of those like, big F-250 <laughs> Raptors, mate. Oh,
1: anyway. Yeah.
0: Digression. Uh, Lee, our next question is from Dane. Mm -hmm. Uh, What's Dane's
1: question? It is. I'm starting a practice, hopefully coming soon. Looking forward to that Dane. Right in the middle of deciding what work to have done to the premises, aesthetically and features of the practice, and I'm deciding how much I should spend. I always wanted to start with the end in mind and go all in with a full feature wall and smart desk and have it done once and it's done but I can also get a smart enough looking desk for a 10th of the price and have been advised to start with this. What decisions did you make when initially starting your business and what advice would you give to someone in my shoes? So, should he invest aesthetically and design and to get the practice that he's always dreamt of straight away or should he take the advice of whoever this person is and said, settle with the, the desk that's okay?
0: Cool. I've got a really good answer for this. Uh, and what what I actually really like is the fact you're gonna get an answer from me who's done it and coached hundreds of chiropractors to do very similar. And Lee, who is a patient. I would love to know what you thought. So Lee, if you haven't heard, go back to previous episodes. Lee is a, has been a patient of mine in our practice for years mm-hmm. before we had a relationship in business. Mm-hmm. People know your backstory. You came to chiropractic. What was your first impression when you walked through the doors of EPOC?
1: Very, very good. Why? Very high standards, very high quality, very high attention to detail. You could tell. And this was years ago. Yeah. So it's always been high. Always. When did you open? 17,
0: 2017.
1: Okay. So you'd been going it? About six years. But you'd been oh, going about a year yeah. since when I came in, yeah. Um, and it was as high standard. I mean, the, the layouts changed slightly, but the standards were as high then as they are now. I would say, yes, yeah. So, and it's very noticeable. And it. One thing I will say is that it built and gave me confidence in your service and your practice. Yeah,
0: and and that's that's that's. I'm glad you said, that. <laughs> but it's. You need to separate yourself. From your competition. Mm. There is competition. <clears throat> yeah. Now, I know, because uh, Dane, you've messaged me, I know whereabouts you're going to go and set up, and there is competition around that area. And you need to stand out from the crowd. So there's a couple of things you need to stand out from the crowd. You need to have a, a unique selling point, a unique selling proposition, mm-hmm. which you'll go through in your branding and your marketing. But people need to walk through your door and go, wow. Mm. The reason people need to go, wow, is because they will do two things, or there's three things. People tell everybody about a bad experience. Mm-hmm. People tell nobody about a good experience. And people tell quite a few people about a wow experience. Mm-hmm. So you certainly don't want a bad experience because they'll tell everybody. Mm-hmm. You have a good experience, they just won't tell anybody. You need to have a wow experience. Now, the importance of a wow experience when you're starting out is that you'll generate a huge amount of referrals from day one. As soon as people walk through the door, you'll get referrals. Yeah. Um, a lot of practices don't necessarily get referrals until people have actually got the results from care. But patients heal in a place better if they enjoy being part of that place mm-hmm. and trust that place. And that's only going to happen if you've got a really great place to walk into. Yep. They walk into a pokey little room that's tatty and there's things left out and it's a mess. They aren't going to trust it. No. Now, it doesn't matter on the size of the building. It mm-hmm. just has to be really really good. The
1: quality, yeah. So
0: the quality is so important. So thinking about your aesthetics, I would be investing. Now, as you invest, you've talked about having a feature wall and it looking aesthetically good. Mm. So you are obviously quite a visual person. Dane's probably quite a visual person because that's what he sees. Mm -hmm. But we have to remember that people are visual, auditory or kinesthetic. Mm -hmm. Visual, auditory, kinesthetic. So they see things, they hear things and they touch things. Yep. So not only do you need to get the visuals of the place right, but you need to get the touch right and you need to get the, the audio right. So most have background music. I One of the reasons I hate going to the dentist is because they always play Radio 2 and have the freaking news on in the background. Mm. That's all they have. Yeah. They always have it. Yeah. So they've got their audio so wrong. Mm. We have a pot on the front desk at Epoch. It's called the Perfect Patient Pen Pot alliteration again the perfect patient pen pot there are certain pens in our practice that are only given to patients if they need to write and it has to be an aesthetically pleasing but also kinesthetically pleasing to touch Mm. thing clipboards are nice wooden clipboards we've now mainly natural natural. we've mainly gone to ipad now we've got the really nice big ipad every Mm. time someone signs for their x-rays they're like what is this thing it's really nice Mm. so as you're designing it you need to not just think of the the aesthetics, but also the touch and the and the sound. So my simple answer to your question is, go all in. Yeah. But what I would say is, break down the numbers. I think people who may be advising you to start small just don't understand the figures or the numbers. Mm. So you might be saying, okay, I've got to invest 10 grand here. But I would say, well, let's break that 10 grand down to services that you render, numbers per week over a period of time, and you'll probably find it's not actually that bad. Mm. And what I do with a lot of clients, I say you need to open your doors realistically with at least 50 patients booked in the diary. If you open your doors with 50 patients booked in the diary, you have a rubbish rough conversion. And it would only be that case if you're not already a member of mine. Selfish plug for the certain ones. If you're in the certain ones, you have a rough conversion of about 90%. But let's say your rough conversion is just 50%. That's 25 people starting care. But 25 people start care twice a week. If you're starting them twice a week, you've now got 50 visits in the diary on day one, Mm -hmm. 50 visits in the diary, uh, times, let's say 40 pounds, that's two grand in your first week. Now you only have Mm -hmm. to take that over five weeks and you've paid back your your loan. Mm -hmm. If I've done the maths right, I do hope so. So when you work these things out, it's really not that bad. So I would say, go all in. But don't be a silly businessman being a stupid businessman. Do your numbers. Invest in some coaching to help you along the way. And if you need to get 50 patients booked in the diary b- before, then obviously
1: go on the handle at Abandon Average and message Lee because he's going to help you get those through the door. Um, I was just going to say, having an aesthetically pleasing practice and background to record media and ads is going to set you apart from everybody else. Yeah the the practice photography that you will take for your for your website the um it, it's your branding i can't emphasize enough how important it is to have everything aesthetically pleasing when it comes to your branding your videos your advertising so yeah i would agree with you tom and, and go for it like it will pay off in dividends
0: and i also find with the the clients that i work with who have small practices with low overheads struggle mm. the wolf's not at the door mm. The clients with the big practices work hard at the start, and they are the ones who thrive massively in the long run. Yeah, but it's because they're forced to put the effort in. So I would, I would put your back against the wall. I would say, you know, if I had to walk into this practice every day and look around and go, yeah, I'm, I'm proud Super of this. Proud of this. Yeah, that's what you want to go for. Yeah. And I, I know, Dane. I know, I know you're an exceptional chiropractor. You are someone who does what we say because you are of yourself aesthetically pleasing you train hard in the gym your standards are high don't drop them for your practice Mm. don't drop them for your practice Uh, and if you need help obviously lee and i are here to help you with that but i think it's a brilliant question uh, and i think it's like most things in life you know it's okay i think andy for says it's okay for people to not be able to afford your service Mm. but it's not okay for people to say that your service is below par or below standard yeah
1: that would be my advice Mm. for today Yes, agreed on that 100%. So those are the two Q&A questions for today. Please share this show. Please leave a comment down below. If you have any questions for future Q&A episodes, you can leave them in the comments on YouTube or on our Instagram at Dr. Tom Waller and at Abandoned Average. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Tom, so much for coming and joining me. Bye. See you on the next episode.